Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 Fit Talmud. Kiddushin Tes Zayin, Kiddushin 16b, pagination is 32, starting from the Gemara on the second half of the page, the first words on the line are Nishtana HaGuf, and then we begin. Tani Chada, there was one Brisa that said, Anak Eved Ivri La'atzmo, the Hanaka of an Eved Ivri goes to him himself. Va'anak Amo Ho'ivriya Le'atzmo. And the Hanaka of an Amo Ivriya goes to her. Let's quickly review some definitions. An Eved Ivri is a Jewish slave working for a Jewish master. <clears throat> he could be in that relationship because he stole and didn't have money to pay back, so Bezdin sold him into slavery in order to generate the money, and he will go free after six years. The word slavery we discussed is a little harsh. He gets treated equitably, but he does have to work. An Amma Ivriya is a Jewish maidservant, the case is that an underage girl is sold into this relationship by her father. Again, the word slave or servant and sold sound very harsh, but in reality, the father could very well be offering her an opportunity towards a far better life. In fact, the recommended result of Oma Ivriya would be that either the master or his son would marry her and she would become the wife of the landowner. She would become a person of status and stability. If, however, they did not marry her, so then she would work a little bit like a boarding house where she's going to a boarding school, where she's going to work and get training, etc. And she goes free when she reaches the point of simonim of bas mitzvah. And at that time, we have this other vocabulary word called hanoka which is the gifts that are given upon the servants leaving the master's home. And we're being told in this first price, so very simply, that the Hanaka, these gifts that are given to the Evid Ivri when he leaves, go to him, the Evid Ivri, him himself. And likewise, the Hanaka that's given upon the Omaha Ivriya's leaving is going to go to her herself. Good. That's the first brisa. Vitanya idach, but there's a second brisa that we had in tradition that anakamo ivriya umitsiyasa leaviha, that the hanaka of this Jewish maidservant and anything that she finds goes to the father. Ve'ein l'raba, and the master for whom she's working does not get only the amount of wages that he lost out because she was busy picking up the item. 
but the item itself, let's say a diamond ring that was lost and we don't know who the owner is and it's just going to end up that you can keep it. So the master gets nothing other than Scharbatala, the wage that she could have been grinding flour during that time. But the actual ring goes to her father. Now, why do these items go to the father? So the concept is based on the fact that an underage girl gets supported by her father, but shevach ne'urim le'aviha. If she generates money, it goes to the father. Now, all of that we can live with. That's the structure, that's the halacha, that's the social norm. All of these things we can except except that we have a contradiction here. The contradiction over here is that we were told Hanukkah, according to the first b'risa, goes to the girl, and Hanukkah, according to the second b'risa, goes to the father. Which one is it? The Gemara, a line later, says, in both cases, she's going out because she is showing signs of adulthood. She's reached bas mitzvah, which is not just an age, but a physical change of maturity that's taking place in her body. For lo kasha, and you don't have a con- contradiction of who gets the Hanukkah, in one case, the father is alive. In the other case, the father is not alive. And each one of these brises was talking about a specific case. If the father is alive, he gets the Hanukkah because it's defined as a Shavach Ne'urim, money that she generates, even though she's not a complete adult, and therefore that money that she's generating goes to the father. But if the father's not alive, then indeed she would keep that money. Now, there's one piece of unfinished business over here, and that is Bishloma Anak Achen. I understand why you had to tell me that the Hanukkah of a Jewish maidservant goes to herself, because you want to make sure that it doesn't go to the brothers. You want to make it clear that even though they inherited the estate from the father who's apparently deceased. They do not inherit those rights to obtain Hanukkah when their sister gets paid at the termination of her service. Ela Anak Evid Ivri Laatsmo, but when you told me that the Evid Ivri gets his own Hanukkah, Peshita, that's obvious. Who else would I think gets the Hanukkah? Elalaman, who else? Omar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, this is the first answer, Yud Keras Kochazinahacha. A Yud is a small letter. Keras, like Karta, is a city. We have it in Zmiros, Karibon. Karta de Shufrayo. We refer to Yerushalayim as the beautiful city, Karas, a city. So Rashi explains it's an expression. Yud 
keras kochazinahacha, we see a yud, a little thing, that was turned into a city. We would use the expression a mountain out of a molehill. In other words, the Tana really should just have said that the Anaka of a Jewish maidservant goes to herself. There was absolutely no reason to say that the Anaka of an Evid Ivri goes to himself because of course it does. And therefore Rav Yosef says that essentially this Tana was not discreet in his wording. He should have been much more careful and he made a whole thing out of one little halacha. He should have told us the halacha of Abba Yivriya, and instead he made a whole discussion, which was unnecessary, because indeed I never would have thought anything differently. Abaye Omar, Abaye though says, a second answer, which actually explains what the Tano had in mind, this is what Rav Sheshes taught, Hamani Tutai, who? It's the opinion of Tutai, Tatanya Tutai Omer, as Tutai taught, Lo Velola Balchovo, we encountered this concept before, that the money of Anoka goes to the Evid Ivri and he gets to keep it, even if he owes money to other people. Those debts do not infringe on these gifts. And we mentioned the concept of Shibuda Durabnasan, that if the owner is going to be paying the servant as he leaves gifts, and the servant owes money for debt collection, people who he owes money to, so then Shibuda Durabnasan would normally say that the owner could just as well pay up the debts instead of giving the money directly to the Eved who will then give it to pay up his debts. You could give it directly for the debts. That's not true in the case of Hanaka. Hanaka gets paid to the Eved Ivri and he gets to keep it. Yosheh Thank you for joining.